How is everybody doing this morning? I am so excited. I'm having such a good day. Oh, you know what? I forgot something. Hang on. I'm going to set something up. I totally forgot one. I forgot my bottom lighting, which I know people are like, oh, my God. Anyway, it's 7 in the morning. I've been up for about three hours, and I'm having a good fucking day already. I'm having a great fucking day. Hey, by the way, I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek on something. I wanted to, I already said hi to a few people in the comments, so how the fuck are all of you doing? And that also reminds me that seeing as how, for some reason, I keep getting a bunch of people uh, that don't seem to get that I fucking have a filthy fucking mouth. Uh, so if you are triggered by swear words, I suggest you grow the fuck up uh, <laughs> because uh, it's pretty pathetic. Uh, but besides that, um, if you're one of those people that just clutches your pearls because I say the F word because I speak like an actual fucking human being, uh, fuck off. Um, you can leave now and uh, have a good day. Uh, Sabhain, how are you doing? Thelma, what's up? Uh, Nikki, uh, Nikki on weight loss. I, I can't even pronounce that right. Fox, Fox, Sophie, how are you doing? Facepalm, I like it. Uh, finally catching live. Welcome. Uh, we've got a few people, few first timers, few first timers. Um, today we're going to go over intuitive eating, what it looks like on TikTok, and why it's the stupidest fucking thing just about ever. I'm just going to say this right off the bat, just to get it, this way. A few people that might you know pain themselves to watch this or something like that. At our coaching, my wife and I. By the way, here's our coaching. Did I do that right? No. Uh, here's our coaching. We help people on a daily basis. We talk to them all week on our app, weekly video conference calls. We teach mindful eating. You should think about what you're putting in your fucking body. You don't, you don't intuitively put gas in your fucking car. It's stupid. It's moronic. Um, but, uh, intuitive eating, I, I just gotta say intuitive eating has gotta be the fucking, one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever heard of. If people were morbidly obese, that are morbidly obese, could intuitively eat, they would not be morbidly obese. They would not eat themselves into illness. A huge portion of this is that we, like, it, this is a way for people to disguise their wants versus needs. So I am just going to say right off the bat, I am predetermined. I am biased against this. Intuitive eating for a vast portion of the population is pretty stupid as fuck, especially because most people that intuitively eat, do not intuitively eat actual food. They intuitively eat food products. They go towards the high pleasure, high uh, dopamine, high uh, processed carbohydrate food because it is the most ultra palatable food. Uh, I'm sorry if this is just not common sense to you. I don't know where the fuck you've been, and I certainly don't know why you're so stupid, but uh, you should do something about that. Maybe read a fucking book occasionally. Get out, touch grass, get some fucking sunshine, uh, and stop being a moron. Just going to say that. Now, uh, for those of you that don't know, we are about to launch our product, uh, No Morbidity. I don't even have the bottle with me. The bottle's over there. Uh, but I did want to go over one of the uh, – this is a video I'm releasing here a little later on today, but you guys get to see it uh, right off the bat. So here we go. My name is Alan Roberts. Thank you for tuning in. I'm extremely excited to share with you the announcement of our up-and-coming product, No Morbidity. It is coming out on the Ambrosia Collective line. It is the first of its kind, non-stimulant, non-thermogenic based 
appetite control supplement. It is designed to help people gain control of their hunger so then they can use that time to build healthier lifestyle habits. It is a combination of four patented ingredients at their clinically tested human doses, the first of which is called Slimaluna, which is an extract of a plant called Caroluma fimbriata. It is a plant from India that has been used for generations to help people go out into the wild and hunt and forage to suppress their hunger while they're out doing so. It has been clinically shown in human tested studies to promote appetite suppression, increase feelings of satiety, support a reduction in waist circumference, reduce and relieve everyday stress and anxiety, support relaxation, and it even supports and promotes a healthy adrenal response in men. At a price point of $39.99, this product is going to more than pay for itself each month with the food you save and help you avoid future healthcare costs by allowing you to gain control of your unhealthy eating habits. I look forward to its release and I hope it helps millions of people. It has never been more important to help people get healthy. We have a world to save. Thank you. And how is everybody doing? Oh, I see somebody's already trying to troll on the, on, no, no science behind it. Your product does not work. I have done my research on the ingredients. So KSM 66 doesn't work. I, 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 that's wrong. It does not work, even though there's clinical studies showing it. Everything, there's, it's literally patented ingredients. Like, that's the thing. Like, it is hater proof. I know you, I, I, I understand the trolls and blah, 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 blah. Uh, the plant does not, not work, people. Okay. Bye-bye. And there we go. And they're just gone like that. When is it coming out? I can't wait. It is coming out uh, probably the first, the, the first of April, the first week of April. So we are waiting on encapsulation um, to, uh, to, uh, to be able to determine the exact date. I am going to do a whole live on it. I'm going to do a live breaking down each of the ingredients, and there will be a link in there. I do suggest very, 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 uh, very, 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 very seriously and I'm going to explain this why. It is going to sell out rather quickly. We have had a lot of people reach out to me already, including a lot of you have reached out already. I would suggest you get two months. It is $39.99. It will, I, it will more than pay for itself in the food you save. If, you th if it stops you from stopping at the convenience store a couple times a week uh, just to grab a snack, it will help you. Taking pre-orders, we are not taking pre-orders. You know what? Let me, let me talk with Sean and Mark. I, I don't think we do that necessarily because just in case something would happen with shipping and everything like that, we try like we want to make sure we not only deliver the most fabulous products that we can, but we want to make sure that we deliver the best service we can. So uh, if we get a definitive date, maybe I'll ask them if I can do a pre-order on a live uh, that, that we discuss, we, we'll see. But I do suggest you buy two months because we are the first run of this is going to be limited. So we are running. That's how most supplement brands work is that we are running a limited first run. I am expecting that first run to sell out in within the first day, if not the first few hours. Um, we are, I'm gonna do an email blast to all of my former clients. I'm gonna do an email blast out to everybody else. Um, that, is, that is in itself thousands of people, and most of which could use this. Will we ship to New Zealand? We will ship worldwide. We will ship worldwide. Um, so does it ship worldwide? It ships worldwide, absolutely. So. Uh, if they'll ship there, I'm not, I don't know about the, the with the war thing happening. I'm not sure about that. That is up to the shipping. I mean, if because they're, they're canceling crazy shit. But uh, the man himself is alive. It, it, it is live and alive. How you doing, fam? 
But it, I do really think it is going to help millions of people. I really hope it does. I, I, I really do. I, I personally have uh, have used it, and I'm starting to use it again here this week. Um, it just it knocks my hunger out. It absolutely does. Plus, I take a few other things. Is it a soft gel or tablet form? I believe it's soft gel. The the book is we're encapsulating it. So, capsule, soft gel capsule. You know, um, I have taken it in for I, I have taken this one the for a one run. I've taken it. Uh, in, in, in the form we're going to be giving it to everybody. I think it's wonderful. It does say to take it at night. I take mine kind of midday, uh, about an hour before my first meal, which is mid, like my first meal is about two, two o'clock every day. Uh, but it, I fill up on water up until then and go, I am going to actually start taking the, uh, stimulant, at, uh, fat burner from Ambrosia along with it in the morning so that and I'll be, I'll, I'll be cutting back on coffee because it does have, it does have a decently high stem, but uh, the Netherlands should be fine. The Netherlands should be fine. Absolutely. But I do suggest I seriously, because we're all, it's going to be limited. I think it's going to sell out in a few hours. I suggest that we, uh, uh I suggest that we, you know, if you were going to purchase, you purchase two months of it. That way, when it sells out, we will immediately place another order, a much larger order, but that order could take anywhere from four to five weeks. So you would be without it for a couple of weeks. And the idea behind the, the, behind the product is to make sure people get control of their hunger enough that they can build healthy habits. The idea is, is to get control of your hunger in the absence of that hunger to then build healthy habits on your hydration, on your sleep. You'll be able to deal with food in a, in, a, in a way that is going to make it so you can then use that time to build healthy habits and then ease back off of it. The idea is if you eat mostly whole foods and if you eat, if you drink a proper amount of hydrate, if you get properly hydrated and get proper sleep and stress relief, that you should be able to then maintain your weight once, once, you're, once you're there. But it is, again, $39.99 a month. It will save, I mean, I, I, it saves me vastly more uh, money on food than it that it does uh, the cost of it. So, uh, let's see. What would your take be on people chugging raw eggs and eating raw meat and beef brains? Is that even healthy? I would worry about uh, foodborne illness, but I don't necessarily think that I. I mean, raw eggs I've done plenty of times before, so it just depends. But I would be worried about the fucking beef and, and beef brains. But I've eaten raw meat, fucking. I'm fucking savage. Are you funded by the Illuminati? And uh, not that I know of, um, but Mark, Mike, you know, you never know. Uh, but I, I would have a hard time believing that somebody that that works as hard as Mark would need to be would be funded by an organization like that because Mark works fucking all the goddamn time. I, I work a lot. And this is no shit. I'm I'm I woke up at four o'clock this morning. I read some fucking studies. I did a little bit of social media, pissed some people off, um, you know, what I do. Uh, but then I also got some push-ups in. I got some bodyweight squats in. I did basically my dailies. I'll get a about 45-minute workout on the TRX outside in the Florida heat about midday today. I can't fucking wait. I've got a bunch of client work to do. Uh, and then Crystal and I have some running around to do. I'll probably still go to the gym. I'll probably do upper body for the TRX today. I'll probably do legs when I go to the gym. Um, and I'll get, a, I'll get about a half hour to 45 minutes on the Stairmaster at the gym also. And then I'll come home and I'm going to write on, I'm going to do some writing. I'm going to do some research, uh, and my day will end about 8 PM and then I'll go to bed and then I'll do it again tomorrow. 
Mark works harder than that. He just, he works harder than me. He fucking does. I just, I don't know how the fuck he does it, but he fucking does. It's fucking crazy. So, um, and he, that's why, that's why, you know, I, me and Mark have not always been friends. I fucking, when I was doing comedy, I fucking roasted his ass bunches of fucking times. And, and frankly, I was pretty good at what I fucking did. I was, there's a reason why people keep my name out of their fucking mouth, you know, but, uh, I'm, he's, he, 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 one, he's besides Crystal and my son, he's my best friend. Period. Like, he's an amazing man. Like, uh, and he was there for me when a lot of other people weren't straight the fuck up. But also he, he leads by example. That man works his fucking ass off and takes care of people for real. Like, uh, he, the, the amount of people that have made, that have become millionaires because of him is fucking insane. You know, he could have easily taken advantage of them. So, uh, when people fucking dog on Mark, just, just know, um, we're laughing at you, but if you fucking take it, take, take it to a line, I'm standing next to him. So anyway, intuitive eating sounds like complete abandonment of self-control. I, I completely agree. Uh, I'm nowhere near morbidly obese and I just want to lean, lean up for sport. I think I, uh, I think I should be, uh, unselfish and allow the people who really needed to, to get the first batch. I'll wait, I guess to fucking or, order, order your shit, <laughs> order your shit. No shit. Especially if you want to lean up for a sport, order your shit. It is good for everybody. No shit. I mean, here's the thing, because even, even in the absence of hunger, if you just want to be, take control of your, of your nutrition, uh, it's good for you. Christina, how are you doing? Oh, my, I asked the wrong guy. I don't fucking know if you asked the wrong guy or not. I mean, fucking carpaccio is raw beef. I eat my, I, I eat my steak like fucking, like when I grill a steak, I put the grill on super fucking high heat and I like, I like it 30 seconds on each side, charred on the outside, fucking raw on the inside. I like, I like cold and red on the inside. Cold, not, not cool, cold. But the technical uh, culinary term for it is blue. Um, I'm the Illuminati. We, uh, we find you. Okay. Uh, I have no idea how Mark keeps going sometimes. It's fucking crazy. What is the supplement? The supplement's name is called No Morbidity, and it is running on the Ambrosia, bl Ambrosia brand for right now. Uh, we will probably be branching out to a full brand of our own with, some, with uh, other follow-up uh, products within the next you know, year. Amelia, how you doing? My day will be mostly cardio in the gym. Wholesome. Hey. The Scrappy Doo Saga. I used to call him Scrappy. He's fucking. I still say. I still say that's a fucking awesome name. Because uh, I, I, I call him Scrappy because he's a fucking scrappy little motherfucker. You know what I mean? But uh, I will say this: when you get to know Mark and when, when you spend time with him, the 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 nickname machine is very fucking fitting. Like when people people have worked out with me before and said I'm like a machine, it's fucking insane working out with him. And just not to mention that, but like. That's just a small portion of what he does. He just keeps fucking going. So I went from a BMI of 35 to down to 25. And now my weight loss has plateaued. Any advice? I would take a look at your hydration first and foremost. Are you getting plenty of hydration? Um, and then after, the, uh, after that, I would definitely take, you're obviously eating at homeostasis calories from your caloric burn to your, uh, to your intake. So I would take a look and see if you can add any more pleasurable activity uh, that can be sustained over a long period of time. Because the thing is, if you're at a plateau, that means you need to figure out a complete systemic change in some way, even if it's just 100 or 200 calories. Like if you need to lose another 20 pounds, 
uh, in the course of a year. You just need to find 100 calories more of activity and 100 calories less of food. 20, 200 calories a day on the average will reduce a person's body weight down by 20 pounds in the course of a year. That's it's it's that 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 close. Uh, Alan, do you box or do any martial arts uh, to stay in shape? I don't. I did judo for a long time when I was uh, when I was a kid. I have not done it in a while. My son and I are talking about do, uh, heading to uh, a local dojo to just do jujitsu together, just to have just for some father son shit. But uh, that will have to be after I have more time. Right now, I, right now I have zero fucking time. And I'm talking like fucking zero. Like even when even when uh, Crystal and I go to the beach, which we're going to go to the beach a couple times this weekend because it looks like it's going to be beautiful here in Southwest Florida. Um, even when we do that, uh, I'm working, so I'm writing or reading or something like that. So anyway, uh, Fox Fox, how you doing? Uh, we're 16 minutes in. Thomas Preston William, what are the best things to eat after exercises? I don't, it depends on what you like to fucking eat. I would suggest you stick with non, uh, non-processed foods. I don't eat right after I work out at all. Uh, I, I prefer to let my stomach set. Uh, that's a fucking hero right there. Lost 104 pounds so far in counting. Boom. That's what a hero in 2022 looks like. A person that takes responsibility for themselves and it gets to a healthier fucking state of being. That is what a fucking hero looks like. You fucking fat acceptance weirdos. Uh, Alan, how are you, mate? Oh, Randy NS, how you doing? I'm doing fucking outstanding. Bought some stuff, and now YouTube spams uh, his commercials. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, What's a typical breakfast meal for you? Uh, that, and this is my second one of these. Coffee and water. This is black coffee, by the way. Black coffee and water. That's it. Black coffee and water. Mm, love super rare steak. It's fucking delicious. Anyway, we are going to get to... I, I'm going to scroll down. How old's my son? He's uh, 22. He's my best friend besides my wife. Easily. He's, I hang out with him every day. He works for us. So he, I hang out with him every fucking day. Uh, he's an like, amazing free thinker. Amazing. You know, we don't agree on everything because we don't agree on anything. Um, like, but he's an amazing friend. I intuitively ate myself to 211 pounds. Now I'm uh, being consci- uh, conscious about what I eat, and I'm down to 182, still 12 pounds to go. That's outstanding. Great fucking job. Great fucking job. And it, it is weird. That's, it, it just actually kind of highlights one of the things I'm talking about. Like this fucking whole thought process of intuitive eating is ridiculous. It actually fucking causes people to gain weight. Uh, and, and, and they use intuitive eating to heal their relationship with food. They use intuitive eating to binge like a motherfucker. That's, that's all it is, you know? Uh, black, coffee, <laughs> black coffee and coffee is my morning to go to, actually. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, can't look at my coworkers without it. Let's see. Your tips about eating whole foods have, hel- uh, have helped me greatly. 20 pounds down. Fucking, that is outstanding. And you have helped yourself lose 20 pounds. I have just given some normal, like very realistic advice. To, to That's the fucked up thing. And I, I point this out all the time. Here's how fucked up the world is, okay? The world and fitness and everything like that. A middle-aged dude who is not particular. I, I mean, I was very strong, but I was just a strong dude in the gym. I wasn't setting any fucking world records. I was probably in the top, like I, my, my, for my squat was probably in the top like, two or three in the fucking nation for my fucking age group. Right. 
But besides that, not particularly strong. I'm. It's not like I'm fu- some fucking gorgeous dude. I fucking look like a. I, I look like a cross between fucking, uh, uh, a cross between fucking like Uncle Fester and fucking Joe Rogan. And I mean, it's I face full of scars, all sorts of shit. You know, like, and it's not like I'm some. You know, I'm super eloquent with my words. It's not like I don't fucking swear all the time. But just by me stating very fucking serious plain, honest truth about the fitness world, I was, I gained popularity. And now just very plain, honest truth about the healthcare industry and the state of health of the world and how we are viewing obesity. It, 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 it gives me reach. It's the thing is, I just state very clear facts that other, other people are too pussy ass to fucking say, you know? Um, I don't know. I lost a friend last night because, uh, like, cause I was disappointed. She ate a whole box of donuts. She told me to Take my judgment somewhere else. Funny how defensive they are. That's fucking sad. Uh, Alan, from all these things you help people with, I think uh, one thing I've noticed that not a lot of people mention is your uh, lives rants help develop my critical thinking skills as a a young guy. That's super powerful. Thank you very much. Critical thinking is like a fucking lost superpower. Um, Just to be real, it's, it's, it's like this... To not be able to just take a step back and look at things, look at the data, look at things analytically, to be guided by, to not be able to sit back and critically think what, what's going on. Like, that's why, I mean, I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I'll still say that. I definitely lead, lead I'm, there is not a fucking chance in fuck I would, I, I would vote for the regime that's in right now. And I didn't. But uh, I, I got to be real. Like, I mean, like, it's, we're, it's, I wish we had more choices. That's for fucking sure. I used to run, I used to do a hashtag, reelect nobody. You know, fucking let's get some fucking new shit, you know, like and I just want to look at the fucking data like that was my entire problem two years ago, which, by the way, I told you so. And I can just randomly say that about fucking just about anything right now when it comes to the pandemic, because I fucking told you so. Almost everything I fucking said that people were painting me as conspiracy theorists for is absolutely 100 fucking percent true. There's even videos out there from stupid motherfuckers who are calling me conspiracy theorists. I love the fact that they still have that up because people can go to that any fucking time and prove that they are fucking idiot. And I'm actually fucking right. So, I mean, the thing is, if you just looked at the data, the data was the fucking, and, and you knew history, and then you did research previous data, you fucking knew it. So, I mean, it's just, it's very, we live in a very weird world. Anyway, uh, your advice has helped me lose 41.5 pounds. We are 20, 20 minutes in. I can just fucking talk to you motherfuckers all fucking day. But we are going to, we're going to go to TikTok, and we're going to look up. We are going to go and boom. Oops. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm saying boom when I don't even have anything up. Here we go. We are going to type in intuitive eating. Click on it. And we are going to uh, drop down. We're just going to go through each of these fucking things. Um, and we're just going to fucking talk about it. So here we go. If I'm full, halfway, I'll stop eating. Okay. I'm going to restart her. Now, we talked about a little bit earlier. The, the concept of intuitive eating is that your body knows what to eat. I'm going to point out the positives and negatives by all these things, by what these people say. I will say this. 
intuitive eating is not actually a possibility if you're ingesting processed carbohydrates or processed foods or ultra processed foods or added sugar, because your body does not know how to intuitively eat. Uh, oh, wait, your advice helped me lose 41 pounds. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. But you're the one who fucking did that shit. But okay. Now, uh, if you want to try to intuitively eat food, you should absolutely make it actual food, not food products. We live in a world, and my wife says this all the time because my wife is a fucking genius, um, where people treat treats like food when they should treat them like treats. You know, if you want to have something with sugar in it occasionally, like it's not like I'm not, I would never drink a whiskey again. I'm probably going to, like I said, I'm going to have some fucking, I'm probably going to have some champagne this fucking week to celebrate no morbidity. Champagne and strawberries and some proper candle lighting. <laughs> but anyway, um, it's, I don't, I'm not going to consider that food. It's for pleasure only. I'm not gonna be like, Oh, I nourished myself with champagne today. I'm not going to nourish myself with of like fucking sugar, you know? Anyway, here we go. So when I eat this meal, I'm going to eat it slowly and I'm going to very good point. Pay attention to how my body feels. If I'm full halfway, I'll stop eating. If and she'll be able to know that by, by, uh, by eating it slowly. If I'm hungry after I finish this plate, I'll wait 20 minutes. I'll drink water. They say that it usually takes your brain about 20 minutes. I love how the first, I, I say intuitive eating can't, can't work. And the first fucking one I pick is some, somebody actually fucking, you know, stating a good example by eating whole foods and fucking talking about almost all the same shit I talk about. I mean, I'm not saying she's watching, she's copying my shit, but please don't fucking get there. But she is actually talking about how your body's, uh, hunger, uh, your body's hunger cue and fullness cues, uh, take a little bit to fucking hit through the brain and everything like that. And she is eating a, a bowl full of fucking whole foods, not processed. It's to realize that it's full. That's why it's important to eat slowly and not scarf down your meal. That also helps with digestion too. But if after 20 minutes, I'm still hungry, then I'll eat something. So when I eat this meal, I'm going to eat it slowly. Welcome. That is an outstanding. Uh, she, that was that was an outstanding showing of being mindful about your food, though. <laughs> That's the thing. She is being mindful about her food. She doesn't realize that she's being mindful about her food. She is actually stating that she is going to eat slowly, so then her body can catch up. Like the the hunger cue can catch up. She is not intuitively just eating. She is thinking about this the entire time. She is waiting to see what her body reacts to it. That is mindful eating. I would argue that intuitive eating is just like jamming food in your face. That's how most people do it, or they just pick whatever. She is mindfully eating very healthy food for her and then going to sit and wait to see if it fills her up and eat slowly and drink water in between. That is mindful eating. I, I, it's, I, I wish that people could get there because the problem is, just like with every other fucking hashtag or whatever that the fucking fat acceptance movement does, uh, it's fucking... It's 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 silliness almost how fucking crazy uh, they kind of steal hashtags for themselves or steal fucking concepts for themselves when in like body positivity body positivity was is a, is a hijacked hashtag that was meant for people that have like burns scars missing limbs born you know born without a limb amputees that sort of thing uh, but she's mindfully eating her food because she's thinking about it and she's waiting you know to how I eat in a day where it's not about what I eat, but how I eat. Let's do this. First things first, going to check in with the body. Are we hungry? How hungry are we? 
I am hungry, yes. So she's mindfully checking in with her body. And I want a full meal. Let's choose it. I'm staring at the fridge because sometimes that helps me when I don't have an immediate craving. Something might- So she's thinking about it. Pop out at me. And it did. Fajitas. Yes. Do we have tortilla? Yes, we do. And we have salsa. I love it when that happens. Okay, I'm going to get her ready. This needs a little microwave action. And Whole Foods. There we go. Get her set. I'm going to have some chips while I wait because I am so hungry. And oh, that is really good. I love I love a cold crunchy. Don't you love a cold crunchy? And I like to do a little happy dance when the food hits. It's just that good. Okay, she's ready. Do we have sour cream and cheese? That would be ideal. <laughs> we don't. It's okay. I will live. I'm going to put chips on my plate. And if I want more, I can always go back and get more. I'm going to grab a spindrift. And we are ready. I'm so excited. about this I, i'm thinking like this is again mostly healthy food i don't necessarily think that people should start their day off with bagels by the way i think bagels are more of a fucking treat than they are a fucking food um hey everyone i'm abby sharp i'm a registered dietitian let's review this oh my god it's abby sharp what's up crazy fucker how you doing is i think abby's the one that fucking uh told uh tess holiday that she was anorexic <laughs> um isn't she and i agree let's normalize having bellies and having fat we all have them no, wait, no, no, we all don't. And normalizing having bellies, it's one thing to have a little bit of a, a little bit of, uh, of fat. I don't believe that this woman is necessarily that she's talking about is necessarily in a uh, unhealthy body fat range. I would have to like take a better look. I don't really fucking you know, notice. Uh, I do think her plate looks decently healthy. I think that's a lot of fucking food to sit down at one fucking sitting. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, probably 700 calories um, because you have the hash browns on it. Um, uh, Anna Sweeney. So this is okay. This is, uh, this is Abby Sharp. Anyway, uh, Anna Sweeney, I will have to fucking remember that. So for brunch here, we've got lots of protein fiber. So it's brunch. Maybe it's a fucking, uh, maybe it's, uh, uh, maybe it's two meals. Fat. It looks great to me and really satiating as well. And of course, oh, then let's fucking have fucking all of a sudden the fucking two year old takes over. Of course, a little square of chocolate is a great way to end a brunch like that. I love. Why is it a great way to end a brunch? Do you, do you need to fucking mouth pleasure yourself all the fucking time? She just literally ate sweet shit. She just, she already had cantaloupe. She, I mean, why the fuck? You don't need chocolate. Chocolate is a want. You don't need it. You want it. Uh, the, it, it. People are going to intuitively eat highly palatable processed sugars. Anybody suggesting to you that you should eat sugar all day long, sugar should be viewed as a drug. And I can, I can argue this with almost anybody that should be viewed as a drug. We should, not, we should definitely not be marketing it towards children. It fucks their fucking hormones up, you know? Love that we're listening to our bodies and that Nolan is looking amazing. And She's not listening to her body eating chocolate after a, at midday after a fucking meal. She's not listening to her body. She's listening to her brain wanting it. She's not listening to her body. That, that's the, your body is not going to tell you, I need chocolate, unless you're looking for magnesium, maybe. That's one of the reasons why people sometimes crave stuff is because they have a micronutrient deficiency. And yes, Abby is a registered dietitian, but that does not qualify her 
to be telling you, listen to your body, to listen to what your body says. Abby knows what fuel does to the body. She does not know, like, just because you're a registered dietitian doesn't mean you know fuck all about food behaviors either. I'm not saying she doesn't. I'm just saying that if you're saying, listen to your body, that is not something that an act, a dietitian is actually qualified to even fucking talk about. They know what protein, fat, micronutrients do. They don't necessarily understand, listen to your body. That's a whole other fucking diversion thing that they then use their fucking, uh, they then use their fucking, uh, their pedigree to fucking solidify, you know? That's super juicy and delicious. So great choice. And I'm already loving all the color we've got going on in this dinner meal. I absolutely agree with that. That is very, very good dinner meal so far. Whole foods, everything like that. Here. So lots of micronutrients and fiber. We've got healthy fats and protein in the salmon. We've got some carbohydrates in the homemade croutons and some more fat in the... I still think that, the, I mean, if you're going to have processed carbohydrates once in a day, one, one serving a day, but I mean, I, I, agree, I agree that, the, that so far this woman is pretty healthy besides the fact that she has self-medicated. Um, she looks like she's young and everything like that. If you, uh, people need to watch the sugar. I'm telling you that grows. Beautiful cheese. That looks so beautiful. And also a great reminder that, you know, healthy eating is not all or nothing. You can have chocolate and you can have buttered toast and you can still have a beautiful, colorful salad all on the same day. And a glass of milk with the protein, a little bit of carbohydrate in there is a great way to end the day and go to bed. A little bit of carbohydrate means sugar, by the way. Hey, everyone. I'm Abby. Here's the number one intuitive eating tip that always works for my clients and me to truly ditch diets. And that's to identify why you're eating. So before you eat. So think, <laughs> mindfully think. It's fucking insane. Uh, it really anything, is. Ask yourself, why? Why are you about to eat? Are you hungry? Well Sit and think about it. Don't just eat intuitively. Mindfully think about it. Fucking. Welcome to what I eat for breakfast as an intuitive eating dietitian. When all I'm really in the mood for is the amazing banana bread I made last night. So as an intuitive eater, all foods fit into my diet, which means no foods are off limits. And whenever I'm craving something, I honor that craving. And when I tell you, I'm see, that's such a dangerous thing to say to people that in, in, in a, in an atmosphere and a population of mostly overweight majority, like over 50% obese society, listening to what you want and, and, and honoring that and giving it to yourself. Want and need are two very different things. Don't get me wrong. We always, in my, in our coaching, we talk to people about being satiated and satisfied with their food and they can't feel too restricted, but to just say honor any want, if you want something to honor that, will have people be 500 fucking pounds. It, it is, it is absolutely ridiculous. I made the most supreme banana bread last night. I'm not kidding. So obviously I woke up wanting another piece. Intuitive eating. Wanting. Wanting. Have you ever thought to yourself, I can't be hungry. I just ate. Like maybe You really should. You should think that to yourself. If you ate breakfast at 7 a.m. and then only an hour later, you're hungry again. What did you do in that situation? Did you... Well, I can tell you what you're doing in that situation. You're pouring all sorts of honey on your fucking yogurt, and that's what you're going to have for breakfast. Uh, I'd imagine there's going to be some more sugary shit. You're probably hungry because not that your body needs the nourishment, not that your body needs the nutrients. You're probably hungry because you've had some sort of insulin spike, uh, and it's caused your hunger to go crazy. S push the taste of sweet off until the end of the day.
you would distract yourself until lunch when it wasn't appropriate. I would also take a look at your hydration levels and everything like that. I love how these people act like, you know, it, it, it's so fucking ridiculous. Take time to eat again. You might be confused and annoyed that this is happening, but... Oh, we're going we're gonna to go to a banana too. So everything's sweet first thing in the morning. In actuality, there are a lot of reasons why you might be hungry again and a lot of reasons why you should just honor that hunger and go ahead and eat. Honor hunger. Like, uh, you know, that's again, she's a dietitian, so she's sticking her fucking, her, her pedigree on, on honoring your fucking fifis. They, 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 there's no fucking feelings in this. Like honoring your hunger. Honor, honoring your hunger? Honor your alcoholism. Go drink a fucking six pack. What the fuck is wrong with these people? I mean, it's like they don't, like this woman does not obviously, like this woman looks like she's young and looks like if she keeps eating this way is going to have a problem with her weight because she looks like she's starting to thicken out. You can see it in the face. But what the fuck is wrong with you people? Honor your fucking hunger. How about honor your body and only feed it the nutrients that it really needs to keep you fucking healthy? This woman is literally starting off with honey, banana, and yogurt, which probably already has sugar in it too. She's probably starting her day off with more sugar than her fucking pedigree would tell her that she fucking needs in a goddamn day. The number one reason I see... She has, she has not talked about hydration and proper hydration first thing in the fucking morning. She has not talked about hydration in between fucking meals. She has not talked about a fuck thing. This is a woman who has been told like certain things and then applied her personal bias to it. Is that the majority of my clients come from chronic dieting. And when you're coming from chronic dieting, you're used to these measly portions of food. I'm talking like two to 300 calories. And that's not a meal. That's a snack. It's just not enough food. So of course you're getting hungry again. I agree with that. However, if you eat a meal, a substantial meal for most people, if you eat a third of your calories at a sitting, you should be satiated mostly until your next meal. If you are not, you have either eaten something that is so micronutritionally sparse that you, your body is craving those sorts of things, or you've eaten something that has spiked your insulin levels. I would debate this with anybody. Or you're dehydrated. There's a lot of and/ors, but I would debate it with anybody. Yeah. Another reason is that your hunger ebbs and flows from day to day. It's supposed to do that, and you might just be having a hungrier day, or maybe you ate markedly less the day before, or maybe it has to do with exercise. Maybe you worked out early in the morning and it blunted your hunger when you sat down for breakfast, or maybe you had a really hard workout the day before. So she just put granola on it. Like, th th I. Mm. This is my number one piece of advice. What I eat in a day is a pro fat influencer. 30,000. As a pro fat influencer. 1,000 calories a day. For breakfast, I had a peach noose yogurt and I added granola, strawberries, and blueberries to it. So we're looking at mm, 40 grams of sugar. Then I made my own sparkling water by crushing strawberries and adding seltzer to it. After the I like that. I do like that. Although, I still think that people that are obviously very addicted to food, as this woman is, uh, maybe should avoid the fucking. Uh, uh, maybe should avoid the fucking uh, sweet tasting things first thing of the day. For the first bite, I knew I didn't want this, so I saved it and turned it into a smoothie for later. 
And I didn't even like that, so I didn't drink it. But that's okay, because food waste happens sometimes when you intuitively eat. For second breakfast... That's okay, because food waste happens sometimes when you intuitively eat. What the fuck? Because I had a quesadilla with scallops, and I also made my own dip with avocado, sour cream, and a bunch of seasoning. But Out fucking standing. Out fucking standing. Although... That is probably 800 calories. My grandmother brought me a sandwich for lunch at the pool, and then I also had a bag of Pirate's Booty with it. Afterward, I made a mushroom quesadilla, and I heated up leftover broccoli in the fridge. It was... Where's her protein? Really tasty. I was either hungry or it was super good. Oh my god. Then I snacked on some watermelon and 4th of July Oreos before dinner, which was a lobster tail and pot. See, the thing is, it's the snacking. If you're morbidly obese, you don't need to snack. Uh, you, let your body snack on yourself. Uh, like, let, like, let your body snack on yourself. Uh, it's fucking... Hmm. It's okay, because food, like, food waste happens sometimes. That, that fucking is sticking in my head. It's okay, because food waste happens sometimes. My mama would have gotten a fucking wooden spoon. Oh, and fucking cracked my ass if I would have fucking wasted food like that. It's okay, mom. I'm just going to waste food. What the fuck kind of entitled bullshit is that? Pasta. Bye. What I eat in a day. Yeah, she's going to stay fat. Hi, friends. Welcome back to my what I eat in a day, my intuitive eating lifestyle. So far, I'm down 133 pounds as a side effect of self-love. I started my day off with... Outstanding. Hotel coffee in bed, and then we went out to breakfast where I got biscuits and gravy, eggs, and bacon. Here's what I had left over after I had satisfied. For lunch, we went to the beach and I had some chickpea salad with some pita chips, and then a little bit later, I had some grapes and blueberries. I ate just about a handful of these before I hit satisfied. For dinner, I had leftovers. They may not look that appealing, but my husband makes really good burgers and they still taste really good the next day. For dessert, I had this chocolate pecan ice cream and I had about half of the pint before I hit satisfied. Hi friends. You know, I mean, and I, <clears throat> I gotta be real. Congratulations to this woman on being 133 pounds down. <clears throat> I wonder how sustainable this is to keep listening to yourself. When you go through a depression, something like that, I'm, I, I very honestly, it, I'm very surprised that she eats like that. Uh, and has it work and has gotten herself 133 pounds down. I do think that she stops like it's the same thing. She stops and thinks it's more mindful eating. Intuitively eating is mistaken a lot of times into eating whatever, but I, or mindful eating is mistaken as intuitive eating. This woman thinks about her food. <clears throat> Welcome back to my what I eat in a day, my intuitive eating. You're convinced your calories, energy have to come from food and you can't drink them. So just so everybody understands, that's a lot of fucking sugar in that goddamn thing. And I would like to see this RD again explain the fucking spike in insulin. You can't keep crunchy, uh, salty crab, uh, carb snacks in the house without finishing the whole bag and feeling guilty. You know, as somebody that has actually deals with actually, because I deal with people on a daily basis with problems with food. 
Most people with problems with food cannot keep pretzels or potato chips or shit like that in the fucking house. Uh, I actually have uh, do a thing with people if they have an air fryer, if they potato chips is their thing, they can make their own French, they can make their own either French fries and or make their own potato chips in the air fryer. It makes a small batch of them and they can have them and it crisps up and it gives them the fucking flavor and it's much better for them. But it is because it's not deep fried, but it still makes it so they have to earn it by making them. Uh these people. Man. Hi there. I'm Abby Sharp. I'm a registered dietitian. Let's review this day. And by the way, a thousand calories is just not sufficient for a growing woman, period. I will agree with that. Uh, a thousand calories is extremely low. I will say that for the most part, the 2000 calorie randomized diet was basically uh, from a long fucking time ago and based on men. So 2,000 calories was for very active men with proper working testosterone. Right now, the average 21-year-old has the testosterone level of a 70-year-old from 20 years ago. Um, so their basal metabolic rate is much, much lower, and it's something that's not even talked about. Most men, uh, mo most men should weigh about 160-some pounds, 160, 165 pounds, especially with the muscle mass uh, that a lot of these fucking pussy-ass bitches that uh, parade around as fucking... Uh, men or whatever they want to identify as lately. Um, they should weigh about 160 pounds. For a sedentary a sedentary male with very, very poor testosterone levels, uh, I would argue that 1,750 calories should be a fucking goal. Uh, so between 1,500 and 2,000 calories on any given day should be a good thing for, for most men. If you need a little bit more, you can always add a little bit more. But if you just go at 2,500 calories, you're going to end up weighing over 200 pounds almost every fucking time and being a fat fuck. Uh, for women, uh, women who are meant to have a much lower uh, body, lean body mass than men, hormonally and bone structure wise, uh, most women who especially sedentary women should take in somewhere around uh, 1350 to 1700 calories unless you actually move more and then you can actually move more and have more fucking calories. For a woman to be taking in 2,000 calories in a day, that's fucking crazy. I will argue that 1,000 calories is very fucking low. It's going to put the person, uh, especially if they have any type of activity, it would put them under 100 pounds uh, because that is, uh, you know, and that is not sustainable. Under 1,000 calories a day is just not sustainable. And my biggest worry would be that the person is not getting enough micro or macronutrients to sustain long-term health. Uh, that would be my biggest thing. So I do agree with her. Okay, so assuming we've got the pineapple, yogurt, cereal, and protein bar together, we've got some protein, we've got some um, fiber, I'd love to see some more healthy fats in there. That lunch meal looks great, very balanced, but just not a lot of calories, so I'd love to see that amped up. Dinner looks delish, but I would love to see some more carbohydrates there, and generally just more calories in the day. Hi there, I'm Abby. I don't think that was 1,000 calories. I, I, I think that the person's thinking it was 1,000 calories and guessing at it. I think that was more like fucking... Uh, 1300 calories, 1400 calories, which would put that woman right at about 115 pounds, depending on her height. That's probably pretty fucking good, especially because, uh, especially if she does not work out and work out that much, if she just like walks and does everything like that, I think that's pretty fucking good to be honest. Um, I don't see that much wrong with it. So, I mean, I find it funny that the fucking dietitian is taking the fucking person's word for it, but um, I got nothing against Abby, but we just view th stuff a little differently. And I know she's a dietitian. I'm not, I'm just a guy that's fucking help thousands of people lose hundreds of fucking pounds and uh, doesn't bullshit people. Anyway, um, that is uh, some intuitive eating stuff. Intuitive eating. Intuitive eating weight loss, overeating, before and after, intuitive eating, overeating, intuitive eating, plus size. 
Jesus. What I eat in a day is a plus-size person who practices intuitive eating. So, so far, this looks like cheese and beans. Natto, seed bread, and earth balance. So, a bunch of fucking fat, a little bit of protein, and carbs. I'm happy she's getting healthy fats and protein. Uh, I will say that she's already about... Uh, shit. She's probably at 700, 800 calories in already. Twelve to thirteen hundred calories in already, because that's some seriously calorically dense food. The three liter, the three liters of water, pretty good. She should probably have six. She looks like she's a morbidly obese woman. Uh, you should take in a half an ounce to an ounce of fluid per pound of your body weight every single day. If you're trying to lose weight, go for the fucking ounce per pound of body weight. And I know for some people, they're like, that would be like three hundred ounces. Yeah, are you afraid it's going to fucking ruin your appetite? So now we're at a half a turkey turkey melt um, and green salad. So we're fucking about 1,800, 1,900 calories at lunch. Depending on the dressing she put on the green salad, too. Somebody's put natto as something Japanese, uh, something Japanese and it's very healthy. I'm not saying it's not healthy. I'm just saying it's caloric. Snack, white cheddar hippies. So there's a couple hundred calories right there. We're about 2,200, 2,200 calories. And if you are fucking 300 pounds, which is, or 200 some if you're obese, like this woman is, you don't need snacks. You should be avoiding snacks. Snacks should be done. Snacks should be done as a way to not binge, and then you should evaluate why you needed the snack to not binge and try to eliminate it. It is just extra calories. Got some bread in there too. This woman's going to stay at about fucking 230, 240 pounds. Of course, finishing off with some sugar. So I just started into eating and I went to my family's house and I started wearing clothes that I like because life is too short and they comment on my body because I'm no longer hiding. And I have a dating disorder, so I binge eat. So that's not the best thing, but I'm going to tell you what I told myself. You are allowed to eat in a big body. You are allowed. You are not in a big body. You have made your body big. In order for anybody to fucking heal, in order for anybody, anybody to actually get to a healthier state, you need to take responsibility for what you've done. Whether, whether it's from an eating disorder, anything like that, you, like, it, like if you are, you are not in, in an alcoholic body, you are an alcoholic. You have made, like, that it is just so, so bad. 
So bad. I don't. I have no doubt that this woman binge eats. I have no doubt, and I don't think she should put herself in a, in, in restriction um, and wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. I, I, I'm a, I'm a big. I wear. I don't give a fuck. Wear a bikini. I don't, go naked. I don't. I I do not give a fuck about that. I don't care. I don't care what you fucking look like. I, I I'm, I'm I don't I don't care. But you make it too much about that, and then you make it too much about how you look. And wanting to to super feel good. Here's the thing. Everybody should love themselves enough to be healthy. If you're trying to convince yourself that everything's great and you're just fucking awesome and the problem is just your body, you're just in a big body, you're trying to alleviate yourself of the responsibility of what you've done. I'm not saying you should feel shame. I'm I'm saying you should take responsibility. If you find shame from your actions, that's on you. You need to fix that shit. Maybe you should because then you know that you fucking did something wrong. People cannot shame you for actions that you are proud of. They can't. They cannot shame you for for things you are proud of. If you have made yourself fat and somebody says you are indeed fat, you should do something about it and you feel shame from that, you know that you have done it to yourself and you should fucking fix that shit. This whole fucking craziness about fat shaming and shit like that and fat phobia and fat this, blah, blah, blah. That means you know it's fucked up. That means you know you did it. That means you know... That you, yourself, have made yourself fat and you feel guilt for it because you know it is unhealthy for you. You may not like how you look because you know it's the result of you abusing yourself. Why can we not get there in society? Why can we not understand this? If, if, you, if you didn't think anything was wrong with what you've done and how you look, you could not feel fucking shame. Nobody can, sh- like, people try to sh- say shit about my tattoos. I purposely put them on my body. I fucking love them. I plan on having more put on. I absolutely love my tattoos. They, nobody else needs to like them. I fucking love them. I love them, right? Like, I mean, it, I, I, it's amazing to me. I've actually fucking done this to myself and I'm proud of it, you don't need to like it. If you have made yourself fat and people don't like it, you can be proud of it, but you should take responsibility for it. Like if you, like I, 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 you, I, deserve, to be, I deserve to be loved. You do by you. You deserve to love yourself enough to fucking be healthy. To consume food in a big body, you are allowed to nourish yourself in a big body. You are allowed to nourish. You should, everybody should nourish themselves. Nourishing is with whole foods and shit like that. Do not hide the fact that you need to eat. You are safe to eat, even in a big body. So I just started intuitive eating. I feel like as larger people, we have gotten so conditioned to have to explain our fatness to other people. Be- you don't need to explain it to really other people. People just know you're fat. Uh, people know you're unhealthy too. You don't need to explain that. We just know it. Gravity exists. It's um, Gravity exists. I can throw something in the air and watch it fucking fall. I understand that the force of gravity is a, is a measurable thing. If you don't want to explain yourself to people, don't. Absolutely don't. But don't pretend like they don't have a right to actually say something, especially in America. And I'm going to explain this one more time real quick for everybody to understand. We spend 
about $4 trillion a year in America in shared healthcare burden. Our healthcare system is burdened $4, billion, $4 trillion a year, excuse me. 80 to 90% of that, depending on the statistics you go by, are from chronic illness. 80 to 90%. That is $3.2 trillion that we spend approximately on chronic illness every single year in healthcare burden, which by the way is $3.2 trillion in revenue for the pharmaceutical and healthcare industry. 80 to 90% of that is lifestyle driven chronic illness, meaning avoidable by lifestyle mitigation and change. So $2.56 trillion of shared healthcare burden in America is avoidable lifestyle chronic illness driven. We share 2.56 approximately trillion dollars a year in healthcare burden. And people find it fucking crazy when people say, maybe they want you sick. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Maybe they want you sick. I am going to, I'm going to end this on something. I'm going to do a whole video about this because I think it's going to be an interesting thing. And I'm not going to fucking, we're almost at an hour. So I, I want to, I want to just get to this real quick. There is nothing saying, I have a fuzzy, I have a cat hair on my head. There is nothing saying that they, that anybody, and when I say they, I mean pharmaceutical industry and the healthcare industry, speaking as somebody that was a healthcare executive for over a dozen fucking years, I am saying, in my opinion, as somebody that studies daily about health, I am saying, in my opinion, as somebody that literally ran healthcare facilities up and down the Eastern United States that helped with the nutrition in healthcare facilities, hospitals, long-term cares, assisted livings, uh, Alzheimer's wards, freestanding memory cares, rehabilitation centers. I even helped, I, I am saying this as somebody that is passionate about the topic. Your health is on you because at no point in time are the people that make massive amount of profit from your illness and pain looking to cure you when you are the one making yourself sick over and over again and causing them to make more and more profit. Get there faster. Get there faster. The fatter you are, the more sugar you consume, the lazier your fucking ass gets, the more money pharma and the healthcare industry make, the more prescription medications you need to keep your ass alive, the more they like it. Understand this. What you have been told, what they are showing you, what is advertised is for profit. It is not for your health. If it was for your health, our government would not subsidize the sugar industry with $4 billion a year of our money. If it was not for profit, they would give away insulin. If it was not for profit, they would put gym memberships, covered, would be 100% covered by your fucking insurance. If it was not for profit, if it was not for to keep you ill, so you can then be like, I'm sorry, but 40% of crystallized clientele are doctors, nurses, physicians, assistants. 
it, how does nobody put this together? $2.56 trillion in avoidable burden shared by all of us from lifestyle. And we're not even talking about obesity. We're not even talking about eating healthy. We're not even talking about get some, getting some exercise. Instead, there are actually, there's articles out here right now that say that fitness is alt-right. It's neo-Nazi to be, to, to be, uh, to, to be, to be fit. But big girls from Lizzo is being pushed by Amazon Prime, even though if you go to Twitter and you fucking read the comments on from Amazon Prime's promotion of this, it is clear the public does not want this. The public thinks this is bad, but they're going to push it because guess why? Their advertisers are the fast food industry that Lizzo consumes a fucking shit ton of. Don't let her fucking lie to you. And the pharmaceutical industry and the healthcare industry. It's fucking insanity. We need to get their fat. Wake the fuck up. You people, like anybody, anybody that watches this, or if you guys want to steal this, the, the clip of this, anybody that is watching this, that you can tell me that they're not trying to fatten America up. Please go look at the fucking advert for Lizzo and her big girls bullshit. Please go check to see the last time that the director of the CDC mentioned the word obesity or obese on their feed. It's been over a fucking year, like a year and a half since they've even mentioned the word. You think that they would mention this, the director of the CDC, you think they would mention the word obese or obesity at some point in fucking time when we were in the throes of a fucking global pandemic that closed down the entire entirety of the fucking economy for a while when the two largest fucking risk factors are age and obesity. So I'm sorry if I seem like the fucking crazy person, but I'm wondering why we don't talk about obesity all the fucking time. And if you think it's fat shaming, I don't give a fuck. Give up. You know, I, I, I don't. I do not give a fuck. I'm sorry, but like you are hurting yourself. You're hurting your family. You're hurting, you're hurting society by being morbidly obese and gluttoning yourself there. You are over consuming calories that are hurting you. You are causing more damage to the planet by fucking increasing the need for oil, the need for transportation, the carbon emissions. The average obese person is responsible for 20% more carbon emissions than the average lean person. It's fact. If we gave a fuck about the fucking environment, this would be addressed. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, I, 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 can, I can argue these points <clears throat> with anybody. I, can I mean, it is factual data that is just not spoken about. So... Please, if I can tell you anything, uh, you know, I know, I know this conversation went very crazy away from, from intuitive eating, but intuitive eating, mind, you know, giving your body what it wants all the time, maybe you should determine the difference between wants and needs. And as my genius wife says all the time, stop treating treats like they are food and treat them like treats. Have them occasionally and understand that they are not for your health. They are not actually food. They are for pleasure only. Because that's the fucking truth. And feed your body well. God damn. I'm going to take a few questions here and then I got to get going. I got some fucking uh, consultations I got to get done. Let me check to make sure I'm not running late already. I'm good. I'm good for a little bit. I got, I got some questions. I can answer some questions. I did not see any of the fucking feed. I'm just letting you know. I was just fucking talking. So... Um, I'm going to hop up just a little bit and I'm going to go from right here. 
Uh, I appreciate your content. Intuitive eating is very alluring. I fell into that trap recently and I'm wake, uh, waking back up and getting out. Thanks, by the way, everybody. I just want to tell everybody, just in case you were wondering, we, if you have problems with food, if you have problems where you are treating your treats like they're food and you want to help with it, we can help you. There is the link to our coaching. You can also get a 30-minute consultation. It gives you the app for a month. It also gives you access to the Hunger Management Support Group, which is a, the group where I am keeping track of my food, my hydration, and all of my workouts and all like that as I go towards my goal for my 51st birthday. And you get a half hour consultation. We can talk about your health and everything like that. And then if you decide to get coaching after the half hour consultation, we take the $35 that you would pay for the consultation off of the price of the coaching. So please do check that out. Um, trying to change the world instead of changing their bodies. I know it's fucking insanity. Like, I mean, so, so the world should bend to your ill health because you can't say no to ho-hos. I'm sorry. That's fucking craziness. Uh, I feel like this movement is really because these women are, are mad. It's there's men in it too. There are men in it too. Men just don't aren't, aren't as vocal about it. Men just want to be left alone in their fucking gluttony to play fucking video games. Like the average fucking twenty some year old male sits down way too fucking much, doesn't socialize barely at all, and fucking uh, sits down and plays video games, watches TV too much, and eats pizza fucking constantly. Let's be real. We are fat as fuck as people. It's not just women. Women are being very vocal about it because I believe that women are judged way more on their generalized outward appearance than men are, um, especially as they age. So therefore, they, they, there's, there's like this big movement to strike back. And I do believe that fucking uh, the advertisers and mainstream media and social media is definitely propping it up. I warned about this for fucking years. I warned that they are going to want if they see people not be healthy and need to consume more food, pharma, uh, gasoline, everything like that, there is no incentive for these people to make it healthier. If we actually had a, a healthcare system that worried about people's health, we would be trying to get people to not be sick, not treat them once they got sick. I need some new conspiracy theories. All mine, all mine came true. I'm like fucking 355 uh, up on them to zero. Uh, Alan cares a lot. Alan Roberts cares a lot about people. Thank you very much. I appreciate it greatly. Exactly. The, this is the same reason socialized medicine coverage is a pipe dream. It can't pop. We can't possibly have universal health care in any fucking way when people, the, the population is not actually actively participating in keeping the population healthy. When, when instead of us actively, actively keeping ourselves healthy, we're just leaning on the healthcare system that then they can charge us whatever the fuck they want for to the point of, Four fucking trillion dollars a year. Two point five six trillion of that is avoidable by lifestyle mitigation and and just being healthy. There's no fucking way we can have it. That's fucking. It's it's insane. It's it's absolutely insane. What incriminates the pharmaceutical industry? The healthcare system is obviously guilty. What incriminates the pharmaceutical industry? Uh, how about the pharmaceutical industry pushes metformin instead of berberine? Metformin is a almost a, at higher doses and for a long time can be toxic. It's used for many, many things in order, including blood sugar regulation, insulin sensitivity for people with type 2 diabetes. It's actually the preferred treatment that they give people, the women that have PCOS, when berberine, which is a natural extract and has almost no side effects itself, which can be ordered without a doctor's order. You can order it like shit. I mean, I, Mark's fucking, uh, uh, Mark sells nutrient driver. It has berberine in it. Um, is shown to be even more effective than fucking than fucking metformin. I know doctors that don't even have never even heard the word berberine. 
But clinically, statistically, in showed studies, berberine works better for PCOS than metformin, but they will still sell you the pharmaceutical version of the fucking thing that works better. Berberine is superior in clinical studies to metformin, but they will just keep supplying you with metformin because it is something that they can fucking then, uh, uh, then use for the pharmaceutical industry. Or, I don't know, uh, the fact that fucking uh, uh, all the shit that's happened in the last year, that we're talk- not talking about natural immunity. I don't know. The pharmaceutical industry pre- seems pretty sus to me. Pure lunacy, fail Hitler. Pure, I mean, it is. Uh, America can't afford to get any fatter. We actually can't. This is fan base. We're full of uh, defense mode on that show. Oh, they, they, they're fucking, they really are. Uh, I'm going to scroll down here real quick. I'm going to see if we got a couple questions. Intuitive eating is a voice of their addiction. It absolutely is. Mindful eating. And if you see, it's like just like what we were going over, most of these people are like, I intuitively eat this. Then I stop and think about whether I'm hungry or not. You're mindfully eating. Uh, like intuitively eating is just like, I'm going to eat whatever the fuck I want. I mean, it's fucking crazy. Uh, everybody started attending town hall meetings, uh, protests for sovereignty. Uh, I don't know about that. Berberine and chromium. Uh, berberine and chromium percolinate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yet it didn't make pharma money. That's the berberine does not make pharma money. That's, that's the fucking thing. Do you use an air fryer? I do. And unconscious eating. Exactly. All right, guys, listen, uh, I'm a little over an hour. Tomorrow, we are going to be going over Stephen Crowder's uh, fat studies fame. I mean, uh, just so, so you guys don't know, it's 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. I'm going to go over Stephen Crowder's video where he fucking submitted a paper to the Fat Studies Conference. And not only did he get the paper read, he dressed up as a fat woman in a fat suit, presented it, and they reached out to him to fucking peer review other fucking articles. I'm sorry, but that shit's hilarious. And I'm not, I'm not saying I agree with everything Steve Crowder says at all. Uh, I'm just saying uh, that's some funny shit. That we're going to go over tomorrow at 7 a.m. I hope everybody has a great fucking day. Uh, and I, I really, really uh, hope that everybody understands. Be mindful about your food. Think if you need it. Don't treat treats like food. Treat treats like treats just for pleasure at the end of your day or at the end one time a week. And try to fucking gain control of your health. We have $2.56 trillion in shared healthcare costs that we avoided in America by lifestyle choices being made better. God damn.